Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no such thing that's a grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It's your problem and it matters. It doesn't matter what the problem is. I'm here for you. We've shut the door. There's no one to look at you and go, pop, 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 pop. But there's other problems. People are starving. Nobody's starving. We are full. Full of complaints in the lounge. And you can send in yours to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. If you're listening right now, I'm on the road, baby. I'm on the road again. Your Papa JT's on the road again. He's telling funnies he's going town to town to town. J-Train's farting in all the Marriott Bonvoy hotels. Listen, I'm on the road, people. If you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Long Beach. I think I'm coming to Long Beach, Long Island. Our our guest knows the area well, okay, before we get to them. yeah, Oh, yeah, this guy's Strong Island proud. Get ready. That's That's what they call a tease in the biz. Okay, I'm coming to, um, we, we, we got the New York City, uh, we just did the UUP live show. I'm taping this ahead. I'm going on vacation, as most of you know. I'm going to be in Nice, France, the Long Island of Europe. Um, I'm going to be Dayton, Ohio, Brooklyn, New York, Washington, D.C., Long Beach, New York, Royal Oak, Michigan, Albany, New York, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Timonia, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia, JaredFree.com for tickets, JaredFree.com for tickets. Okay, enough about me. Um... Let's get to the show because I'm very excited for today's guest. Uh, and it is my pleasure. He's returning to the J Train podcast his first time in the lounge. He is the co host of True TV's brand new show, 101 Places to Party Before You Die. John Gabris, thank you for coming on, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you said Strong Island representing, and I was going to come on as Alec Baldwin. Uh, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I want to interview Woody. <laughs> what a surprise! Jared got to get boy. Things are really bad after the <laughs> after the, the the manslaughter charges. <laughs> Alec really fell on hard times. Ended up on the. I'm J down to do your podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> Johnny G. How are you, buddy? Jerry F. I'm doing fucking great, dog. Things are looking up. You Dude, know, you're a cable it. TV star. It, it, it's all happening. Hell yeah. I'm up there with Q, Murr, Sal, just, you know, the like whole true TV t- family. <laughs> I'm a Carbonaro, a Conover. I'm a fucking Glazer. I'm love a fucking it. those who can't. A Tacoma FD. Oh, I love true TV and my discovery and Warner Brothers daddies and mommies. Thank you. <laughs> I, it is always douchey when they start calling it the family. As it, you I, know. Know. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't even like my family, so there's no way I'm going to like this fucking fake family for non-union race. So <laughs> man that we listen we are bringing people behind that hollywood curtain i have to say i'm i'm, I'm excited for you i saw the show was coming out i reached out i was like get the fuck back here john gabrus we got to talk about this show we want everyone to go watch it it's called 101 places to party before you die this is you're hitting the bullseye of this audience everyone here is a go out have a vodka soda because they don't want too many calories, but they want to get as drunk as possible. Crowd, a that is my and a charcuterie board uh, is the is the J Train crowd. Uh, That's right. I, I keep saying J Train, and then remembering that was my first like real subway in New York City because I lived on like South Fourth and Williamsburg. So uh, I'm riding the J Train once again. I say as you fuck me in my ass. <laughs> you're, you're back, baby. Me thrusting. <laughs> Marcy Avenue coming up. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, I honestly, it's right in the wheelhouse because it's like we're aging party animals. You know, yes. we're ex hardcore party animals. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, Adam Pally's my co-host is a father of three. I'm married and have high blood pressure, you know, so like, we have to we play the game differently. But that we we get after it in every city too. So. now explain the show. Let's get let's get this out of the way. We want people to go watch and listen. However you watch. It's on True TV Thursday nights, 1030. But like DVR, stream it. Do what you do. Follow Gabrus on Instagram at yeah. Gabrus. 
go and don't and even I, watch it and just tweet about it right yeah, now. Right. Like as you listen, if you're like, I'm never going to watch a show, just tweet, use a hashtag tag true I, or something. Lie. I'm I, cool with lying. I always <laughs> say this about the podcast and you have podcasts. I am mighty and uh, action boys podcast. I, you, I say it. I, I say, just, just touch it. Just massage it. Touch it in any way you can. Like it, share it, uh, listen to it. You know, do whatever, you know, we just need whatever you have the bandwidth for whatever you currently can handle. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just Uh, if you're if you're if you're not busy at all, every time you go to someone's house, take their phone and subscribe to our podcast and take their TV remote and DVR 101 places. When you go home hometowns. When you go home to visit your family, yeah. add us to all the fucking devices. Just Don't do it. We just until juice the I, numbers. Yes, do whatever. <laughs> it is sad that like our goal in life is for people to laugh, and we're sitting here. We'll, we'll spend the next hour begging people just, 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 just retweet it once, please. You know, please. I'm all about the comedy. I'm a pure artist, but please retweet it so my wife can have health insurance in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> so explain the show to the listeners. Uh, so Adam and I have been friends for a really long time doing comedy. We first started traveling doing UCB tour co together in like the uh, mid aughts. So we and got Adam. Everyone knows Adam, you know, from Mindy Project, Happy yeah. Endings, uh, uh, Sonic movies. Um, wow. Not, okay. Sonic <laughs> drive in uh, drive through uh, ordering a corn dog. Uh, so. <laughs> Uh, him and I've been traveling together, you know, doing Torco. And as you know, as a touring comedian, you find yourself being like, well, while I'm here, I might, I'm in Ma- I'm in Baltimore. I might as well find the crab spot. Oh, yes. I'm here. I might as well. So we we chased that for a while. And then as as we got older, more and more shit kept happening where we were on the road together, whether it's bachelor parties or like we're traveling for other gigs. We went to Italy to shoot a movie together. And we and we were like, this is more fun than shooting the movie is yeah. finding the prosciut- best prosciutto in Tuscany on our own. You know, that's a, that's a journey I can get after. Memorizing lines sucks. Uh, so uh, after that, we were like, we got to fucking figure out a travel show. What's our angle? And our angle is that we're 40s, 40 year olds. 40 year old, 40 years old. That's the mm. phrase. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's I'm not worried about dementia or anything like that. Um, <laughs> we're both we're 40 year old ex party animals who are still trying to get after it. And what does that mean when you're 40? And, you know, like when we go to Miami in uh, tonight's episode, July 21st episode, we mm. when we go to Miami, we don't hit a, one club. Yes. And it's just like, and that's is, my idea of partying. It's like, well, I eat, too, I drink too much cortaditos at a Cuban cafe. I eat a bunch of pork and then I have like diarrhea. I go rollerblade. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, that's, that's my idea of travel. <laughs> that's the thing when people, you know, I get frustrated with the suggestions I get when I visit a new town. Like I'm visiting Raleigh. I get here and I got five shows and you know, you know, during the day you're like, and then so you, you want to like ease into that show and then maybe at night you want the bar that's staying out a little bit later that has seats at the bar has some music has some liveliness and then someone will look at you and go you gotta get the triple attack burger at you know the raleigh fat company and you're like i don't need that right now (laughs) oh also highly recommend having a travel show that has been shot and edited uh like a couple of months ago for people to go can't believe you didn't try the dumplings at dr dumplings on fifth (laughs) ave and you're like all right sorry do you know we have 21 minutes you know like we can't go everywhere (laughs) we we visited our real doctor after we finished this trip yeah for real who told us to get off of dumplings that was the that was the crazy part of the trip it's literally a dream job Everything about it is fucking awesome. I'm working yeah. with my best friend. Imposter syndrome not activated at all because I'm just <laughs> being myself. I feel comfortable doing that. Getting paid to eat and drink. But the one negative is it's physically hard. Like, I, can't I, am like, I can't I am imagine. I can't imagine. So give me the cities you got. You So Miami, give me the cities that you go to on, uh, during the season. Denver, Miami, Richmond, Atlanta, San Juan, Puerto Rico, Portland. San Juan Juan was a fucking riot, dude. Um, Portland, Moab, Utah, and Maui, Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. What now? The flight to Miami to to Maui. Are you pinching yourself? You're on a flight to Maui to tape a TV show about eating and drinking. Are you sitting there going, God, 
don't you know this this, this is is this real i would yeah. be thinking <laughs> flying from salt lake city to maui on true tv's dime waiting <laughs> and la- knowing you're landing to go eat at dope spots and, and take a surfing lesson in front of zach knighton and all this shit i'm so dude jared you kind of i'm pinching myself in one of those ways where it's like you know when you're like i'm a gambler and you're like at, mm. and like all i need is for that one more thing to happen but you don't want to say it because you don't want to so you just kind of concentrate that's me the whole time going like please don't take this away from me <laughs> i kind of like it's just too good to be true so i'm constantly like in a classic anxious uh you know self i'm like it's all gonna fall apart it feels like the heist movie where we're just about to load the money into the car and then yeah. the cops are like got your ass well <laughs> listen i i want people to know you know some people might hear this and then they're like they're, they're probably going who the fuck is John Gabris to get this opportunity? Fuck Fair him. enough. I was here. <laughs> let me give you some inside John Gabris knowledge. I've never heard a bad thing about you from anyone I've ever met. Everyone has good things to say. You deserve it. You, 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 a good guy, funny. You know, all the all the feedback is good. You, you and I have only met over Zoom, and <laughs> I even thought I was like, oh, it works over Zoom. Sometimes you get on Zoom with people, and it's like. I will. Right, we'll, we'll figure this out. You're funny. You, you know, this is all deserved. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Yeah, we owe it to Libby, our matchmaker, who seems <laughs> to, for some reason, like both of us. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, right. that's a that's a good sign. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for saying that. And look, I'm if I was watching the show, I would say, who the fuck is John Gabris as well? Right. It's just it's jealousy inducing. But the, the thing that's interesting is it hasn't induced jealousy in my fellow comedy friends, because no. a lot of them are like, I can't do that shit. Like, well, I, I, you know, I'm a also, voice on big mouth. That's a waste of my time. <laughs> but, but also, I want to watch this show through your eyes. From having met you, from knowing you, and anyone listening to this podcast, you're 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 a good avatar for this experience. Because I want to go to Miami. I want to eat where Gabers ate, but I don't want to maybe have the pork. I want to have the cortadito. You know, like I want to like I want to exactly. pick and choose my Gabers. <laughs> Smart. I highly yeah. don't. I highly recommend choosing one or the other. Both together it means you're searching for a Starbucks to drop heat in real quick. So listen, we want everyone to search for a Starbucks to drop heat in after watching this show. <laughs> now, everyone, set the DVR. Go stream it on TrueTV.com. Go to Gabrus's account on Instagram. All his links are there. At Gabrus on Instagram. 101 places to party before you die. Uh, it's on True TV Thursday nights, 1030. This is a show that I am telling everyone right now, you're going to love it. You're going to love John. Okay. You ready to do some complaining? <laughs> Always, brother. I'm like, one, you know, six seconds away from it at any given moment. Let's rock. <laughs> so excited. Okay, good. I'm going to start with my complaint. I wish, see, the, the only ups, upsetting part about doing this over Zoom with you is you can't hear the music. I do intro music for our complaints. Stop. So you, I'm going I'm to have to send it to you on the side. But okay. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay, my luxury lounge complaint. <laughs> my luxury lounge complaint. Have you heard of crumble cookies? I have heard, I literally this morning saw, and maybe it was you, someone tweeted, uh, I didn't hear of crumble cookies till yesterday, and now all I know, the only kind of cookies are crumble. Was that you? That was me. Okay, yeah, I was like, <laughs> quick Twitter shitting reads. Yeah. That makes total, so truly the first time I heard of crumble cookies was from you via social media, so I'm stoked to hear what the fucking okay. drama so is. Okay, so I yeah. didn't know, I have heard the last week, all I've heard about is crumble cookies, crumble cookies, crumble cookies. And then I assumed it was this new hot spot in L.A. So I was like, oh, I'll ask Gabrus about crumble cookies. Then I go on to Google and I'm at the point and, and I go on to Google. It is a chain. OK, and it is located in all these cities. And there's one 11 minutes away here in Raleigh, North Carolina, from where I sit. I am so fucking mad that someone on TikTok 
has put into my brain the idea of crumble cookies because now I have to get into a $20 Uber to go get this cookie, eat it, have go, yeah, it's pretty good, come back and not need to have eaten that cookie. Like now it is in my head. It, to me, it's like, it's like all these yo froyo places that existed in the past. It's like the pink you berries, know, the red mangoes, that right. shit. Yeah. Like yeah. I had to try I tried every version of pink berry and now and I tried every version of cupcake and now we're in cookie times and now I have to try crumble cookies and I'll have to try the next, you know, misspelled cookie and dough and cookie time and and on and on and on until I am 7,000 pounds and I'm just sitting there on, on top of a mound of cookie wrappers. And this doesn't even include the places on Postmates and food apps that are like ghost kitchens that are like a Denny's that is delivering cookies under the name yeah. like Cookie Monster <laughs> AH or whatever, you know, like it's there's coming. so much. It's there's so much shit like that. I'm like and and people are just choosing wild ass names on these on these apps, mm -hmm. too, where it's like this is called like fuck shrimp. And you're like, what? <laughs> and you're like, we do the best fucking shrimp. And it's like all curse words and shit. And then you <laughs> click on it and it's in the same location as nine other dumb name places. And you're like, that's right. What the fuck is going on here? It's like and, and that's the thing. We're all chasing. We're all just getting incepted by these algorithms where it's like. I looked at one cookie video and now every video is get to crumble. You better get there. You better fucking get there. And it's like, I am a food addict of sorts. Like I do not is, need this pressure. This is like no. a guy cooking a spoon of heroin in front of me. Like, it's right. like I'm, I'm going to eat cookies. I don't need everyone telling me to or else it's going to be bad. Right. And then I could just get the one at the hotel. They give you downstairs. I'll be fine. It's going to be the same as that. I, oh, and the then, double and, tree cookie is fucking as, as, as exactly we, as comedians. know, you stayed in so many weird ass chain hotels. You're a Bonvoy guy me too and yeah, then uh, thank you but the fucking double tree cookie is magnificent and it's it's warm they keep it's it warm and and it's like but also warm cookie from wherever is gonna be fine there's gonna be someone and now i'm gonna get someone that dms me dude no crumbles different is it is it is it twenty dollars in an uber different i'm gonna literally go like i'm like i'm a star wars fan going on opening night i'm gonna travel <laughs> to go get a crumble cookie. <laughs> like, this is what's going to happen. And I know it's going to happen. Sleeping, uh, sleeping out on the street the night before to, to hit the get the ginger snap, a limited right. edition right when they open. It's like <laughs> it's like buying fucking Jordans on Fairfax or something. <laughs> That's going to be me. Behind oh, is, <laughs> is he homeless? No, he's trying to see what next week's crumble flavors are. Yeah, yeah. Oh, weird. Odd out. futures out here doing skateboarding in front of crumble. <laughs> That's my complaint. John Gabers, do you uh, have a complaint? I do, and I hope this isn't too weird to do a Hold meta on. complaint. Hold oh. on. Not too weird. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay. Go ahead. It's it's a little weird. I'm going to make a meta complaint. I fucking hate seeing other people complain. I don't mind if you're if they're complaining to someone they're with. When they I can't watch someone complain to someone else. Like someone in, so here's an example. Mm -hmm. Anytime I catch someone complaining to a flight attendant about something about the delay about the plane, I, I get so angry with that person i'm like complaining like that is for amongst your friends you're not supposed to add or on a podcast apparently but you're not supposed to add stress to this poor person's day who's getting fucking like i understand that flying is and we, we fly a bunch for work uh, and mm -hmm. travel shows comedians all that shit mm -hmm. flying is very stressful it sucks they treat you like shit blah 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 but we're in it now bitch like that's like yeah that's the choice you made when you showed up at the airport we do and i'll tell you what the lady at delta 
who's like, you know, trying to just make a little extra scratch to fucking put her kids through to keep insurance up for the family and shit. She's not the problem. They're no. not the fucking problem. Stop wasting these people's time with your super specific personal complaints that it's like, well, if I can't get the children thing and then I can't. And then it's for me if it's not. And it's like, shut the fuck up. This is hard for everybody. Go and bitch to someone higher up at the company yes. or to your loved ones. That's what complaining yes. is for. Stop complaining at the restaurant to the fucking waiter. It's mm -hmm. not their fault. Like, and also, even if it is their fault, let's just support fucking people who are working hard and just go, <laughs> you know what? I'm wealthy enough that I'll eat at a restaurant again and hopefully it'll be better. See you later, I, pal. Here's I'm tipping you 18% because you were awful to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> life is a hellscape and we're all just trying to get through and pay some right. rent and get some health insurance. Right. Every time I'm in one of those situations and I see someone bitching to the Delta worker or the fucking, uh, you know, uh, coffee, per the barista. Mm -hmm. Hey, I ordered blah. I go like a like because I can't personally complain to them because I've been a bartender, been a waiter and I I've mm -hmm. done, you know, slang drinks. But these people need to just uh, walk a mile in the other person's shoes. Wow. But for it's real, imagine the flip and you're a fuck. You've been you're on hour 11 of your feet on your feet ripping out fucking oat milk lattes for some of the worst human beings alive. <laughs> and then one of them's like, I, I thought I got a venti. And it's like, just shut the fuck <laughs> up. It's OK to say my order was wrong. Can I have something else? But it's no, it's not a problem. Just I, fucking deal. <laughs> nobody cares about anyone else. And I, right. I, I, I mean, like at all, like it's like, first of all, they wrote a freaking phrase called don't shoot the messenger like for these people so it's like when you go to the delta person and you go another delay you're like okay she's like this i'm not fucking fixing the i'm not screwing lug nuts in on the bottom <laughs> no. of the plane i'm sitting here answering questions from you assholes who want aisle seats so bad yeah i'm <laughs> the messenger we wrote this about you you're a shooter of the messenger <laughs> like do you hear yourself right now yes. i was out i was out for coffee the other day and i'm at this coffee place that i frequent okay the woman who's behind the counter is probably one one of the women that works there is the most nice person that i've ever come across in the service industry like i see her most days i'm at home and she's like hi she's always sing-songy no one is bubblier and better than her. She is just a bright light in this dark world. I walk into this place the other day and I order with someone else and I see her behind the guy and she's like hyperventilating. She's like having a moment. And I and I go and she comes over to the counter and and she's like legit on the precipice of like full meltdown. I thought maybe even like can't breathe like having hyperventilating and the guy next to me sees her and goes yeah it's oat milk it's not regular milk as she's like <gasps> and i go I, I go and she comes over the counter like mid hyper and i go are you okay and she goes no no i'm the crier here and i go it's okay and like this guy just is like it's oh not regular you know and i go <laughs> I'm like, do you see what's going? Are you aware? <laughs> and like, no one is because everyone is the lead in their own fucking movie, except instead of like having to rescue their daughter from like a weird uh, like kidnapper, like they're, yeah. the premise of theirs is like, I have to get to work on time and continue making six figures. And it's like, <laughs> that's my, their own. And everyone is just in a fucking movie where they're the star of it. And all the cameras are yes. pointing at them. And it's like, take a minute. Movie stars are attractive. Movie characters yeah. have reasons that we are watching them. You are neither. Just fuck. We all have protagonist disease. I I'm aware of it, too. Sometimes sure. I'm like, you hear I hear my name, Gabrus, in the crowd. Like, I'll just make like, someone must have said Gabrus. And it's like, <laughs> no, you're a egomaniac. But I'm I'm self-aware. Other people they were just, talking to their buddy, Gay Russ. They're, they're, yeah. They're hey, gay look, it's Russ. Gay Russ over here. Uh, Mike. <laughs> My rugby team in New York City nicknamed me Gay Bruce. Even, even though we had gay guys on the team, they thought it was really <laughs> funny to be like, and then the other teams think your name is Bruce and you're gay. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Good joke. Fun. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> it is 2011, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's like the one gay guy on the team giving you the name. He's like, no, this will be funny. <laughs> no, it's good for me. Trust yeah. me. I'm so tired of being the one gay guy. <laughs> like, got you. Got you. Yeah. Uh, uh, and just to shout out, we would have had more gay guys on our team, but there was an all gay male rugby team in New York City. That's how fucking diverse New York City is, is that you can get 15 gay dudes together to play rugby. Who know how to really. play. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, I and played they, it in high school. And they have they still have rugby nicknames. There's dudes like the machine and like the eagle. Is that a and thing? Sh- is rugby have nicknames? Rugby's a big nickname sport, yeah. Or really? and like sort of de- like usually a little derogatory uh-huh. or a little nationality based is always like one like especially gotcha. in not the, to be inter- repeated here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can videotape any games. They put your put your phone in a yonder before a, a rugby yeah. game. Yeah, we got the same rules as Chappelle, except yeah. even a t- 2008 rugby team made up of a bunch of fucking misogynists are less transphobic than Chappelle is. <laughs> Listen, I'm with you. The complaints are crazy. I I can't when someone complains to someone who can't do anything about it, it's just them Vent. trying to beat up on someone. And yes, it's like exactly. go with your that means you have no friends to go uh, and another thing. That's what this podcast is for. It's for someone to for us to read these emails and go Yup, and here's seven You're other right. reasons I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah. But not to look at someone and go, I'm gonna my day's ruined. Nah, now our day is ruined. That's right, the worst right. complainer. Yeah, and it's almost like just to tweak that line a little bit. Oh, I'm slightly inconvenienced. Well, now your day is ruined. It's always like it's never it's, it's uh, in unequal warfare. Unequal warfare. It's like you're like right. my bag is delayed. Well, I'm gonna make you cry. <laughs> like, what? You, you sounded like Hulk Hogan of bad complaining. Oh brother, Ooh, brother. <laughs> my day's bad. Oh brother, now it's gonna be a. <laughs> Bad day on you, brother. Yeah, putting putting new uh, spin on the phrase Hulkamania. That's right, <laughs> Hulkamanic depressive brother. <laughs> Complainomania coming at you. <laughs> One last subsect of complaining is the people who can't drop the thing that happened. Like, oh, oh I got the wrong dish. Oh, okay, they fixed it. You got the right dish, and then like. Man, it's crazy! I got that fucking shrimp scamp. Like, I, like I didn't even order it. And it's like we know that's in yeah. the past. It's been res- people whose problems right. get resolved, but they need to live in the drama because they are uninteresting fucks. And they have no other stories. They got what? Right? They got one thing to go on, and they're like, "Ah, oh, I got my thing for the rest of the month." <laughs> like, yeah. I, 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 that's constantly like that's most of my family, by the way, too. How was your flight? Oh, we took off eleven minutes late, and then they the TVs <laughs> had to be rebooted twice. It's like, yeah, but you so, flew through the air to visit your son in California. Yeah. It's like, I think that's a so win, Joe. And you got in ahead of time. Okay. <laughs> I imagine someone's like, "How was the drive?" It's like someone s- sped past me, and I also almost <laughs> ran over a cardboard box on the one hundred and one. You're like, "This is not interesting." Shut this the fuck up. You got here. Yeah. <laughs> How about you got nothing? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, just say, fine. I, you yeah. know what? It's my fault for asking, how's your flight? One of the dumbest fucking questions you can ask. How'd you sleep? How was your flight? How was the that's, drive? But that's just, that's like one of those accidental icebreakers you just say. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, how you doing? And, and how are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by the official underwear of podcasting, Me Undies, famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes. Me Undies loves podcasts just like you. And I love MeUndies. I love that something you don't think about can now be taken care of. You have underwear. You have bralettes. You have some are good, some you don't like wearing as much as the others. Take the ones you don't like and let's replace them. This is an opportunity. Everyone knows MeUndies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes. Did you know they make other stuff too? We're talking durable cushy socks that will make your feet sing super stretchy loungewear daily tees shorts and rompers that add a silky softness to your everyday life they can even make hoodies for your dog they got dog hoodies so you can match every important person in your life available in sizes extra small to 4xl they have tons of colors and prints me make me undies your destination for all things soft and sustainable okay here's your deal me undies has a great offer for the listeners get 20 20 20 20 percent off 20 percent off plus free shipping and return on your first purchase. To get 20% off your first order and free shipping with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. 
Podcast at gmail.com. People, send in your luxury lounge complaints. We're going to get to the complaints. Title it Luxury Lounge. Let us know what you're talking about. Here with John Gabris. Go follow right now at Gabris. He's got a TV show, a show, people. Come on. You got to go watch 101 Places to Party Before You Die. People, you're going to love it. It's on True TV. Thursdays, 1030. Are you ready, Mr. Gabris? Oh, I'm fucking ready, dude. Okay, luxury lounge, mean patience. This is in the in the ilk of your complaint. Are you ready? Papa JT, I'm a nurse at a busy metropolitan hospital. My job is stressful, is stressful enough as it is. I'm dealing with festering wounds, poop, vomit, and piss all day. And due to the healthcare worker shortage, we're always understaffed, not to mention still underpaid. People don't often realize this, but most patients at a hospital are old, and by far older patients are more likely to be grumpy, sexist, racist, and treat healthcare workers like their personal servants. That's not even mentioning dementia, which makes people who are already all of the above less filtered and more unreasonable. Because we understand our patients are sick, vulnerable, and scared, we give them a lot of grace, even when they are often mean to us for reasons that have nothing to do with our actions. My complaint is these patients and the fact that I can't tell some old bat to shut it when she's yelling at me that I'm taking too long to respond to her call bells when I've been busy changing five adult diapers in a row. I can't complain to anyone about the demented man who screams like bloody murder when I change his dirty wound dressings because I sound like an unsympathetic or cold-hearted nurse. God forbid his family is in the room when I do it because then I'll get a chorus of you're hurting him when I'm doing things as gently as possible could be possibly could be. That is so annoying. And when I'm sure they know full well how difficult their father is to care for and they probably avoid him when he's not in the hospital too. I'll end this by saying that I love my job, but nobody wants to listen to that sweet young nurse complain about patients. Thanks for letting me rant. Annoyed RN. Mr. Gabris, what do you think? That's so awesome, by the way. Annoyed RN, annoyed right now, annoyed registered nurse. It works on two levels. Great so work, annoyed. Now, I, this is an interesting uh, choice of luxury lounge complaint for me because my brother and mother are both nurses. Uh, okay. So you're, yeah, you've so had I come from a family of nurses. To yeah, the story. And my, and my brother will tell me horror stories of absolute pricks, just like family members who, who are like, berating the uh the person the at the desk berating every nurse who think they know what's best for their uh brother who's laid up and like all this shit and my and it's insane to hear how so, the way people will talk to the nurse that is taking care of their family which and is like like that, that never touched my life because the second I was old enough that my grandparents were in hospitals, my mom was already a nurse. So we had like this found respect for nurses. I still hate hospitals, but I have such a like new respect for nurses. And we're like, oh, like and then just watching people mistreat nurses from patients to other like to doctors watching yeah. everyone. Like it's just it's a fuck like these people are they're that that's like a hardcore old school blue collar profession like it's like nurse cop firefighter train conductor or like the yes. four jobs that like have been around <laughs> forever you know and it's like that's a fucking we have to we owe these people pre-covid we owed these people a ton of respect yes post-covid they risked their fucking lives for us i mean so did every fucking barista and deli worker sure. but at the same fucking time we, relax with them for fuck's oh. sake trust them you sent your dad to this hospital <laughs> also Trust everyone <laughs> everyone has on their holster google so they're now challenging people even more they're going but i looked up this first thing that came up on google and you're doing it wrong and what about this what about this commercial that i see for this new antidepressant this new pain reliever and it's like you, nobody knows how little they know anymore that's the big problem. And then they have to get dumped on by these people that come in and go, but on Facebook, my friend said, and you're like, you, and you can't even, you have to sit there going, yeah, no, that is an option, but not one we're going with because you have to be nice. You can't just look at someone and go, like, I wish these nurses, these nurses should get one of two things, okay? They should get a belt that has like three flags on it that are fuck off flags, like I'm pulling off. They throw it like a ref. <laughs> right. They get three a day. So they, 
They pull off a flag and they go, ah, I'm dropping on the field. Someone blows a whistle and they go, shut your fucking mouth. You saw it on Facebook. You're a fucking idiot. Like they get one 30 second rant on a, on a, on a patient or their family. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're allowed, you're allowed to go off and then time is up. Let's go. <laughs> now we move on or their break room should have a big dummy that's in the shape of a human that they could scream at and punch <laughs> while in the break room. Like they, they, the, the hospital isn't because this is the the real issue here is the hospital doesn't admit to the monsters that people have to deal with every day. Right. Because it, it's like they can't. These like these people are in distress. Like their 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 loved one is in the hospital. It's hard on them. So they're gonna you know misdirect their anger, their sadness, yes. and take it out on take it out on the people. Weirdly enough, the people that it always gets taken out on are like the lowest paid, hardest working people. Whether the front line the workers that that's why yeah. they're the front line. So we have to admit it's like in the liquor industry when you you have uh, you have breakage, so to speak. When right. you work in an industry this breakage, we need a human version of breakage where we admit to the fact that people are broken. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we just cop to it. Hey, this yeah. shit happens sometimes. This okay. happens. New people are. That's why we're gonna I, give you three flags to deal with breaking broken people. Uh, the the nurses' break room is kind of full of shit talking uh, <laughs> patients and patients' families. I'd imagine. And then the yes. other big thing that happens in, in nurses' uh, break rooms is insane smells because everybody is from a different culture oh my like God. nursing is like nursing is a real like immigrant class jumping job like a lot of, you know people mm. of all different nationalities are nurses and they're just like microwave and shit that like your random white kid from long island has never even heard of before and it's like <laughs> what does that smell it's like it's jerked catfish with etouffee yeah. you're like oh okay <laughs> want to come and to we're work? just gonna microwave it in this small room for the eight of us oh, okay yeah you're just at a version of like a turkish bazaar you're just at you're like, <laughs> it's like everything it's the food court of a of just like of of the mall of america great. literally Got to send Phil Rosenthal to a nurse's break room and see see like the cuisines he can have. <laughs> make faces for an hour. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with John Gabris at Gabris on Instagram. The show. 101 places to party before you die. Go. That is the longest title in the history of titles. Yeah, I know. We bought the rights to a book called 101 Places to Get Fucked Up Before You Die. Okay. Um, and then True TV was like, well, we can't call the show Fucked Up. And it was really funny. In that moment, Adam and I were like, oh, yeah, that that's fair. <laughs> like, I never even thought of that. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we like, wasted yeah, you can't a have lot a show of money. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was so I was embarrassed of the fact that they were like, we probably have to change the title. I was like, no, why? Oh, yeah, no, you can't have that on. <laughs> You're like, I don't like, need <laughs> $50,000, I guess. Uh, <laughs> luxury lounge, hotel key cards. Jared and wonderful guest. I'm writing to you while sitting poolside at the Four Seasons in Lisbon, Portugal. Mm. My brother got sent here for some lawyer conference, and I'm tagging along for the free hotel stay and fun times. Love it. However, despite all the fancy bells and whistles, I still have to deal with the same issue that occurs at pretty much every hotel. I get to my room. My key card doesn't work. Why? Because I committed the mortal sin of putting my key card in the same pocket as my phone. It's 2022. How have they not advanced key card technology past this problem? I had to go back down to the lobby to get a new key card. And on top of that, their key card machine was having issues. The attendant had to walk me back to my room to let me in with the master key. Then I had to wait for them to bring me up a new fixed card, a full 10 minutes, delaying my time at the gym and then pool. Either invent a key card that doesn't get demagnetized de de so easily or go back to analog metal, metal keys. Ridiculous. Sincerely trying to get my key card in every direction. What do you what do you think? That's I mean, it's crazy. Like key cards are insanely fickle. It's like, oh, please don't put this near a phone, a TV, a computer or uh, <laughs> other credit cards, cash paper and yeah. air and you're like Your what leg. the fuck I'm out of things <laughs> yeah uh, 
Uh, on on the on the show, Pally is like legendary for losing his key cards. And like uh, uh, at the end of a week long in Atlanta, uh, we were cleaning out the car, getting our fucking vapes and deodorant and shit like whatever's been in the car that the talent has been riding around in. And in the slot of his door was like 11 key cards for the hotel we were staying at. I'm like, Adam, do you just get a fresh one every time you go in? He's like, if I if I don't find it in five seconds, I just get a new one on the way. <laughs> and he's but, also putting it in the same spot every time. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll just oh, leave it here. I'll never forget this. And then re-forgetting it. I'll put it with the other ones where I'll never forget it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he eventually got this thing for his iPhone that was like a little folder on the back uh, mm. that stuck to his case. And he was able to put the room key in there. And then it was never near his credits, credit cards, which I guess is the demagnetizer of them. And then he never loses it because it's with his phone, which he also will lose. But that's easier to find than a key card. See, I'm still lost on what demagnetizes it. Everyone seems to have a new explanation. It feels like we just made shit up. It feels like we just decided, oh, we'll just say it's the phone, but we don't even know just so we have something to say. Here's what yeah. I don't understand. Why haven't we switched to a, a, a number situation where you can go to the door and put in your pin code and be good to go? Like a locker it, at every gym has. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah, I, I, I do not understand. I stay in hotels so much and there's so much shit. I just truly do not understand to the hotel. Where it's yeah. Like, it's like room service ends at 10. It's like, well, no one needs room service during the day. <laughs> Who in their right mind is like, I guess we'll just do dinner here with some chicken fingers. And you're like, yeah, I get why someone would get that. But like room service is exclusively for people who are shit out of luck with the restaurants that exist in real life. Right. And it's either like, I got to wake up too early. So get me something like room service should be literally. It should be from midnight to 8 a.m. And that's I it. totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. After that, you got to like go outside and get something or Postmates. Like, yes, from midnight to 8 a.m. You should be able to get uh, late night snacks into breakfast and they should really play it up. They should go full on like post midnight foods like yes it should be nothing like, it should be normal it should be all shit like 30 exclusively dozen crumble cookies <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exclusively eat uh, made for eating in the dark should come yeah. on glow in the dark plate so you don't have to turn the lights on <laughs> you can just sit in the fucking bed like a fucking goblin just Absolutely. jamming down fucking oh this is brisket quesadilla triple stack <laughs> hell yeah brother <laughs> The J Train Podcast is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your laptop open at the coffee shop table while you run to the bathroom. Most of the time, you're probably fine. But what if one day you come out of the bathroom and your laptop is gone? This has happened to me. And it, that, this has happened to me. Starbucks on the Upper East Side. I went to the bathroom, came out, laptop gone. That person that I assigned to guard it, they were like, ah, oh, yeah, ah, oh. they fell asleep on the job. Everyone needs a VPN to keep your information safe online. Every time you connect to an unencrypted, to an unencrypted network, coffee shops, hotels, airports, a hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data like passwords and financial details. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone. Just some cheap hardware and a smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable. Hackers can sell your data without you ever knowing it. ExpressVPN creates an encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so hackers can't steal your sensitive data. It'd take a hacker over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. Fire up the app and click one button to get protected. It's very easy. I am not technically savvy. It is fantastically easy. ExpressVPN works on phones, laptops, tablets, and routers. I use ExpressVPN because I know it's going to keep my data secure wherever I am. It's important for me to use ExpressVPN because it gives me peace of mind secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash jtrain that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash jtrain to get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash jtrain jtrain podcast at gmail.com here with john gabers at gabers on instagram 101 places to party before you die go 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 true tv get it taped luxury lounge billionaire dirty dog bowl 
Jared, I live in a Midwestern city where the summers are often brutally hot and humid. We have thoughtful neighbors who put out water bowls on the sidewalk in front of their homes for the neighborhood dogs to get a refreshing drink during these grueling summer months. That's the most Midwestern thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, that's some like if I did that shit in West Hollywood, like. West Hollywood shit gets stolen off my porch like daily here. It's like and I get I get like food delivered a couple of days a week because I'm a podcaster and, you know, you got enough people supporting. You got enough ads that are like, yeah, drop off the fucking thing and I'll I'll cook it. Promo code mighty. And so uh, I I, it's getting stolen like once a week. If I put a dog bowl out, I know it would disappear. There'd be a man drinking from it. Yeah, it would you be. Know? There would be a group of people hanging around it. There would be someone <laughs> in it on a hot day bathing themselves. Problem is that the majority of neighbors never clean the dog bowls and maybe change out the water only once or twice a week. My poor husky will see a water bowl and is so excited for a refreshing drink, only for us to get to the bowl and the water is full of mud, leaves, dead bugs, and is probably diseased. So then I'm the asshole in the eyes of the dog for not letting her drink it. Or I let her drink it and hope she doesn't vomit all over my house later. I would chalk this up to general neighborhood annoyances. But in my opinion, this is a luxury issue because the worst offender in the neighborhood is one of the richest men in the world. Some might even call him an oracle. He is a literal billionaire. Oh, a a hint, hint. uh, With a staff at his house. And the water bowl outside of this house could be the origin of a plague. Honestly, hoping one of the staff members listens to the luxury lounge to remedy this. At the same time, I'm a little nervous that they'll start reviewing the camera footage and figure out who the person with the husky is. Either way, I'll probably be taking a different walking route for a while. What do you think? Uh, well, look, Larry Ellison's a little too busy to be fucking cleaning out his bowls. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm totally this is a this is a solid complaint. Yes. But I should say, as a dog owner, I don't let my dog drink out of the bowls outside of coffee shops and shit like no. it's, I, a husky is a different story. Those those overheat very easily. Uh, those, okay, I, didn't, people, I don't know this. They're built for the snow. So like hot mm. is hard on a husky. Uh, but I don't let my dog drink. You never know. Like, and that's the Midwest thing is like, I trust this bowl of water. The city sure. thing is like someone took a shit in there. Someone poisoned this on purpose. This has fucking opiates in it or whatever. Like, you're just yeah, like yeah, assuming yeah. the worst. And I'm like, Ar- my little dog, Arthur. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like in Brooklyn, the coffee shops always put out a water bowl. And I'm like, no, someone I just saw a guy washing his thing. Get the fuck away from there. Like, I I, I wouldn't normally, but he. If you're going to put the bowl out, if that's the thing you're going to do to be like a neighborly person, then you got to go the fucking you got to go the full fucking monster. You got to go yeah. all the way. <laughs> right. And you got. Yeah. You can't just have a bowl out. And now you're a good person. Also, they're writing this. They said the Oracle. I I, I, I think I know who it is. Um, this guy is known for and, and there's a reason they live on the same street as a billionaire, because, you know, usually billionaires live in on billionaire mountain amongst yeah. their billionaire friends and out of sight out of mind this particular billionaire is known for being like i live in the same house for 50 years <laughs> and it, i would and it's like dude like if you're gonna be the billionaire on the block you you know i i know you're making us all you're oh you're mr humble you're mr just like us and it's like we cannot get out of our heads that you're a billionaire. As much as you want to wear the clothes from Kmart and drive the same car for 80 years, we still know you don't have shit to worry about forever. So you so do have you, the time. When you only buy one box of my daughter's Thin Mints, I know you <laughs> fucking right. cheap-ass motherfucker. Yeah, I know, we know. Cool that you live in the neighborhood. Great yeah. that you wear a Coles polo every day. But exactly. chalk the fuck. Cough it up, Poppy. Get, <laughs> right. get the fucking money out there. You can't get... That's the thing. You can't tell us you're saving all... Oh, no, I'm just like you. And then... Also, let us know you're a billionaire. It doesn't matter. We don't care. I would rather you be on a jet ski on top of a whale in the middle of the Mediterranean. So at least I could watch you and hate you from beyond and know that my life is just fine. And I don't, you know, it's not like you would want my life anyways. Now you're doing my life while having a billion dollars and not cleaning out your dog bowl. Get the fuck out of here. And and look, he, 
He's not going to go down there and clean the bowl himself. He's got a fucking no. fleet of people work. Yeah. Hey, I'm just like everybody else. I live in my childhood home with a crew of manservants that take care of all the basic needs of my day. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Just like us. Bro. Just like us. Put a fucking run a fucking faucet out there to the front so that people can clean the bowls themselves. You got the money. Put in a little fucking pipe. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with John Gabers at Gabers luxury lounge. Quit knocking on my door. Feather, Feather, Jared, and guests. I'm a huge fan of all your podcasts, including J-Train You Up and my personal favorite, The Bachelor. Can't wait for the live scream season. We're in it, baby. If you love The Bachelor, I'm yelling at The ba- uh, Bachelorette <laughs> every week. Get involved. Share my stories. My husband and I got to see your stand-up in Richmond, Virginia. Had us rolling. I hope you come back so we can see you again. I'm coming to Richmond. Where, where did you eat in Richmond, Gabrus? Oh, dude, if you go to Richmond, you got to eat a spot called Cobra Burger. The food really? there was fucking Awesome. Yeah, it's like a dingy like burger spot run by like dudes in full sleeves and long hair and beards, like all ex hardcore musicians. And the food is fucking banging. And they're they're like one of the places that has three different types of whiskeys and two types of beer. And it's selected by the bartender. And it's like, oh, that's all we got, bro. And the burger was fantastic. Highly recommend it. Burgers are always I'm always like, what's the difference here? And then you get into a good fucking burger like. Wow, you took it to another level. Yeah, they do smash burgers there very, very, very well. It was a, 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 a truly an amazing fucking meal. Yeah. See, this is the thing. That's how I want my, my suggestions given to me. When I say to you, where do I go in Richmond? You had a place right, locked and loaded. You had it right in the, you, you had the shotgun loaded with a Richmond shot me with a fucking burger and it's like i hate when someone you ever ask someone for a suggestion they go well what do you what do you eat and you go well you have no suggestion at all right (laughs) you got nothing if i wanted a specific sushi restaurant i'd ask you i'm just asking you like blanket what would you recommend Uh, i want whatever pops into your fucking head the minute i say richmond you cobra done i'm going you just put me in the mood for it if you went well where are you going End of I will I have ended conversations when I go, oh, where would you suggest they go? Well, what are you in the mood for? I go, good to see you. Gotta go. Yeah, love love I'm to done. catch up. See you around. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, my complaint is about delivery people knocking on my door, whether it's food, Amazon, FedEx, UPS, etc. My husband and I both work from home and are on video calls most of the day. Whenever we get a delivery nine times out of ten, they knock very loudly, causing our dog to lose his shit and bark, disturbing our client calls. Shouldn't these delivery people understand that everyone is anxiously tracking packages via their phone and knock on the door is overkill? Also, people knocking on our door unexpectedly makes me nervous in general. How do I know it's not a polite murderer? Please just leave the package and walk away. Would love to hear your thoughts on this silly complaint. Sincerely, don't come knocking on my door. What do you think, John Gabers? Um, I get it, man. Uh, yeah. Activating activating a dog is always stressful, especially when you work from home. You're totally, totally right. Have they like? I know we're supposed to be yes ending their complaints, but have you tried putting up a sign that says "Please don't knock working from home"? Like, because we have but to, we now have to you're, do that. But now you're the 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 mean old man from the movie Up. Like, it, right. it does suck yeah. that you have to be that guy. To like have a little bit of you know peace and quiet, I do understand that. But the sign would help. I don't know how do we decorate that sign in a way that makes it you know come off less. Yeah, like you know. live, laugh, love. Please don't knock. <laughs> <laughs> in this house, yeah. we believe trans people are people. All, uh, black lives matter, and please don't <laughs> knock when you come up. <laughs> like, yeah, some weird doily on the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, maybe a, maybe a poem of some sort, like. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. If you knock on this door, I'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> yeah, there it is. At least it's fun. Yeah. But I understand that complaint because we get constant deliveries to our house. My wife and I both work from home and are addicted to commercialism and capitalism. So mm-hmm. and active participants in the uh disgusting Amazon economy. Yes. But half of the time like it's it depends on the driver or the, the delivery person. Half the time they knock, half the time. I, I, I can't tell you the amount of times I, I was like, whoa, our food's still not here. Let me just check my phone. Oh, your food was delivered 17 minutes ago. And it's like just outside in the sun. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, dude. Hold on. My issue is with Silicon Valley. How in the world we have yes. the technology in place to go on your phone, go beep, boop, pop, boop, boop, 
and all of the goods in the world are delivered within 24 to 48 hours, and you can't have a beep boop bop boop boop that goes, your thing has arrived, a push notification, that should be the only push notification that works, is <laughs> Amazon has arrived, DoorDash <laughs> has arrived, Uber Eats has arrived. That, that, this is the fact that, that a company that is built on data and technology is still doing the caveman knock like it's Fred <laughs> Flintstone is crazy that that is a part of their whole business is a everything, knock. Everything is clicking. Everything is toot, 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 toot. Everything is that you're watching the little uh, yes. car drive down your street and then they get there and then they knock and then they have to come in and feed it to you. It's like, right. there's, there's like a slight, let's keep the tech popping all the way through to the end. Yeah. Let's go to the end. You have a tech audience. We have figured out everything. We, we can't get to the end, to the finish line right before the finish line. We're sitting there being like, how do we do this now? We're going back to caveman technology. Fuck that. They have the technology. They're not using it. They're hurting people's hands. Their delivery driver's hands are getting all calloused up from all the knocking. And we're having dogs go crazy. It's insane. Yeah, especially like I understand what uh, the a writer is saying there when they say uh, and it's getting your door knocked on is terrifying because even if it is just like your neighbor going like, hey, I was just wondering if you can move your car. Like, even if it's just that you're like, I'm going to fucking kill this person. Like and my my. Over the pandemic, my apartment building, everyone got too friendly. Like, oh, uh, no. I tried to keep my boundaries up super hard. But my wife, who was new to working from home, did no. not know how to do that. I had already been doing it for eight years. So I knew yes. exactly how to engage my neighbors, which is a smile. I'm polite as fuck. Hey, cute dog. Oh, yeah. I saw I saw you got a new car that that. Move. And now with Never your own TV show. You're yeah. getting now you're getting autograph requests. My cousin needs a cameo. Do you mind doing it for free? Yeah, this is horrible. I got I I have had people ask me if I can get Nicole Byer to record a video for them because I was on <laughs> nailed it with her. I'm like, that is not how this is. I wouldn't record a video for you. And I'm no way I'm fucking asking my most famous busy friend to do that. I, no, get the fuck I have asked Nicole Byer for a video and she sent it. And <laughs> I, I, you're allowed to. You're like, you know, like, I feel I'm bad. Do it for uh, you held back. <laughs> my friend's kid is like the biggest she's like i'm the, my kid's the biggest nailed it fan i was like ah, i know what i'll do i was like talked to her like 17 years ago i'm like fuck i'm one of those guys i would do, do it for someone i had my had an i would do it for someone as well i just would not ask her. <laughs> uh one of my neighbors one time knocked on my door when i had we had some people over we had like some company over and they knocked on my door and she was drunk and she was holding a bottle of red wine and i was like oh is everything okay and she goes mm. Yeah, I just heard you guys in here and want to see want to see if you guys, you know, if want to have some red wine and shit. I was like, what? Uh, you don't know any of my friends that are here. <laughs> like, this is crazy. <laughs> and now she comes in because you can't just say like, no, and shut the Wait door. Wait a minute. Like, you were having people over. You had how many not, people? not a party. It's uh, it's me, my wife and two other couples. Six. People. So six people, three neighbor <laughs> that you share a wall with. Not even a apartment. I'm in apartment one. They're in a, a different like they're not my neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. They're just in my little, you know, like L.A. has like those motel style uh, apartments yes. where like your doors are just out. She, she's one of the other ones. She just happens to walk by our little fishbowl ass apartment with all the windows. See that oh show up. And then here's where it gets fucking crazy. She sits Wait, down. It's already crazy. This it's is all, crazy. I'm already my white knuckling my fucking cannabis mocktail that I'm holding. I'm just like, oh, my God. And I, I already like I'm so worked up. And then I have like my friends who are there are drunk and are generally polite people, you of know, course. So, and they don't and they don't know how angry I am because I couldn't convey it in the minutes. So they're like, oh, Gabrus must know this person well or whatever. So they're asking asking them questions. And my neighbor starts going off about like sad ass fucking medical history they've been going through and, oh shit. My and like literally so not <laughs> only, a reason not only do they arrive to an uninvited to a party with the knock and then walk in then they start bringing the whole thing down and then I had to fucking gr man the fuck up and be I was 39 at the time I had to be a fucking hardcore 39 year old and say Hey, look, uh, our friends are getting ready to leave and we just want to like say goodbye to them and stuff. So if you could head out, like, Come I, had on. To, like, I had to like bounce. 
I used to do some security in college and I had to like bring the politest energy I could to my neighbor. This is the most wild story of someone being unaware that I have ever heard. Dude, oh, the the kicker was I said, oh, Tiff, my my, Tiff has to wake up early for work. So we're just and I tried to get to get around. She goes. Well, if Tiff goes to sleep, we'll we'll hang out on the porch, like me, me and her. I was like, no, no, shit. You know when you, you know when you realize your lie isn't good enough when you're like, yeah. oh, I'd love to do your pod, but I have a show that night. Hey, I could do it during the day. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck. oh, <laughs> I need a more bulletproof excuse than this. I'm now I'm in. Shit, they, that's exactly they, how I felt. They literally do the jujitsu of the reversal. Of- yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah she's like. Uh, well, if she's going to sleep, we can still hang out. I was like, oh, I have to help her go to sleep. Uh, I need to uh, eat her pussy her. before bed. Like, like, <laughs> like you're just scrambling for ideas. You're like, oh, I have to uh, administer the uh, the fucking Michael Jackson drug to help her go down. <laughs> Dude, I can't. This is the problem with the knock is it comes as a knock. Then you look through. Who is it? Now they know you're home. You look through the eye hole. You see that it's your neighbor. You're like, what could this be about? They're like, hey, heard you partying. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if I saw a woman with a bottle of wine waiting outside of my apartment during a party, I'd be like, oh, they're coming over to tell me that I was their hall pass in their marriage. And that's the only reason I they could be here. I fucking wish, dude. <laughs> and then I she wish comes they were showing up to say, I'm your hall pass. <laughs> okay, oh, come on in. And then she comes in and is just like, yeah, I'm just going through some shit, man, and brings down the party. Yeah, and it's re- like it's now very funny, and like, luckily, I think they were blasted enough that they don't have full recollection of the evening. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they I don't had have, to have been. They had to because no apology ever, uh, which is good. I don't want yeah. one. I don't want to engage on it ever again. We're done. Yeah, because I was like a little more firm than I would want to be with a neighbor. You know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> well, that's that line crushing. Uh, one time a neighbor shouted through the window as they walked by like, oh, hey, what's up to that? And I just went over and closed the blinds because that I think is a line <laughs> cross too. talk to I me agree. in the driveway. Do not talk yeah. to me inside my house. A part of apartment living is you just understand that. Yes, we're all living on top of each other, but each other's apartments are each other's apartments. That is it's like a safe zone. Yeah, it's a safe zone. I know that you can look in my window and see me fucking changing or whatever. It's just like, don't bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep things classy here. I, 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 that is an amazing story. <laughs> I'm just imagining her and her apartment before because she's alone. She's a lonely person, obviously. And I'm imagining her and her apartment doing that pump up of like, of course they want another guest. You're bringing a bottle of wine. Of course, these are people. They're your age. Go over there. Just introduce yourself. Like, I could see that pump-up thing going on. <laughs> exactly. Like, they're having a party. Yeah. They're having people over. <laughs> it's like, that's You're young. what you do. Yeah. You're beautiful. <laughs> Go. Let's do one more. You ready? Yeah. Okay. This one's called Luxury Lounge Office Adele. Praise be to the board lord, feather, feather. I recently started going into an office daily, and to be honest, it's amazing. I think we all took for granted the separation of work and home life the past two years. However, the shit I did not miss was the office pseudo magician, the office pseudo musicians singing and humming all fucking day. It's bad enough my office plays music over a speaker rather than having people just listen to their own music, but to have multiple people doing different takes and hitting different keys to popular songs makes me want to go back to 2020. Anyways, I love the show. Can't wait to see your future Netflix special. What do you think, John Gabris? Uh, I, I, I don't think I fully understand what the complaint is there. So what, the complaint is that they go into the office and, and they play music and yeah. people are singing along with the music that's being played no. over the speakers. No. Uh, see, step one, no fucking speakers. Headphones. Yeah, yeah. That's, how, <laughs> that's how society works is headphones. Right. And as a matter of fact, if anyone listening here is one of those speakerphone uh, video playing lo- out loud people, fuck, what are you doing? I don't yeah, even do that shit at home. Like right. no less on the fucking subway <laughs> right. or at the fucking hotel lobby or like you hear that cringy, like you just hear a noise. You're like, what is that? And someone's like, what's oh, going watching- on? Yeah. Yeah. They're watching a fight video on their phone, but it's fucking triggering in some way, dude. And 
Headphones also means like you can't sit there and be like, hey, uh, hey, like it's like, shut the fuck up. And I think after these last couple of years, and I'm not saying anything out of the ordinary or interesting in any way, but I think after these last couple of years, people have forgotten how to be around other people. Of course. I've been with some friends who are like, when you're hanging out with them, we're just like, (laughs) and I'm like, ah, okay. We, you never did that three years ago. Yeah. What (laughs) happened to you, man? (laughs) And it's like, I understand that we've been living alone, going feral for a couple of years. It's like fucking castaway. You're coming back and you're like, got to fucking remember society. Assimilate to the, to life again. I, if I'm this person, I start singing with the Hummers. I start and, singing along with them. And let you them know. Let them that's know the night- yeah. This is what it sounds like. This is what I'm getting. Give them the POV, okay? <laughs> they start doing, hey, yeah. Uh, you're going, hey, yeah. Hey, uh, and you start clapping. You start doing the clap. You start dancing. You And they go, oh, am I out loud? Yeah, I can hear you. That's why I had to start dancing. Yeah. Uh, yes, you are. Obviously, you know that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Come on. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. John Gabers, you're the best. Thank you for coming on. This is so fun. Oh, please, dude. Thanks for having me. No no one I like more shouting together and at than you, man. So this I is can't believe we haven't met. We got to meet in person. We got to get this done. Yeah, I'll meet you at Cobra Burger in Richmond. What, what are your dates? In. <laughs> I'll, I'll have all three whiskeys. We're trying them all. <laughs> yeah, okay. the flight, baby. <laughs> Everyone go follow Gabers at Gabers on Instagram. 101 places to party before you die. Go watch the show. Go, as we begged you to do in the beginning, just go subscribe to it on everything you can and make sure we the get a season two out of The first episode is on YouTube. If you're a cord cutter, the first episode's on YouTube. Let it run on your kid's iPad all day or whatever. Is there a place <laughs> that you, is there a place that got cut that you would go to? Like, what's the first place you would go in season two? Oh, I'm hoping to go to Mexico in season two, like either Love Mexico it. City or something like Baja, something in- not Cabo, but something interesting. In Me- <laughs> I would like to go to Mexico. Cancun. At- I'm going to go yeah. to <laughs> what is it? Charlie's. What is- <laughs> uh, I uh, send your frogs. I went send to your fu- frogs. Cancun. I went to Cancun for my honeymoon, dude. <laughs> Come on. I-, I swear to God, dude, that's how much of a party animal I am my whole life. No, uh, we went off season, obviously, because I got married in the fall. But me, my my mom had went to this hotel and she loved it so much. And she was like, I want to get you guys your honeymoon as a wedding gift since Tiff's parents helped uh, pretty much. We split the wedding with them. So yeah. my mom's like, I want to get you something big. How about a, I pay for your all? In, and we were like, we want to go all inclusive. So it's like one price. And my mom's like, I just stayed at the most beautiful hotel. We go to it. And it's it's the hotel from real world Cancun. <laughs> like it's. The oh, next. my God. I like, love it. Yeah. And it was, I have to it say was beautiful. And it was amazing. And it was honeymoon esque because it was off season. But it was truly funny to drive by an empty senor frogs on your way to your <laughs> chocolate covered strawberries and champagne. <laughs> Gabers, I don't mean anything by this, but if I had a lineup where I would just tell people where they went on their honeymoon, I would get to you and I'd go, Margaritaville, Cancun. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get warmer, warmer, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone go follow Gabers. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.